Good morning and welcome to our service from the Burnham Benefice this Sunday, the 12th of July, the 5th Sunday after Trinity. We are lucky to have with us today Henrietta and Tom, who will play us a short introit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you, and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven and to bring us to eternal life. Let us therefore confess our sins in penitence and in faith firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and in peace with all. Most merciful God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we confess that we have sinned in thought, word and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbours as ourselves. In your mercy forgive what we have been. Help us to amend what we are and direct what we shall be, that we may do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you, our God. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We say the Gloria together. Glory to God in the highest, 
and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Collect for the fifth Sunday after Trinity. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of the Church is governed and sanctified, hear our prayer which we offer for all your faithful people, that in their vocation and ministry they may serve you in holiness and truth. To the glory of your name, through our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah 55, verses 10 to 13. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led back in peace. The mountains and hills before you shall burst into song and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up myrtle and it shall be to the Lord for a memorial for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from Romans chapter 8 verses 1 to 11. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and of death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and to deal with sin he condemns sin in the flesh so that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For this reason the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed it cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit, since the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit of life because of the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies also through his spirit that dwells in you. This is the word of the Lord.
Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Our Gospel is taken from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13. Jesus sat beside the lake. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables, saying, Listen, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Other seeds fell on the rocky ground, where they did not have much soil, and they sprang up quickly, since they had no depth of soil, but when the sun rose they were scorched, and since they had no root they withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy, yet such a person has no root but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit, and yields in one case a hundredfold, and in another sixty, and in another thirty. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I'm presently reading a huge book. Uh, it's a fiction thing, and uh, in it there is a 19th century Hungarian politician who is introduced to us in this way. He has an enormous mouth, which seemed to have become overdeveloped, perhaps, by the tremendous number of words that were constantly emerging from it. Well, this made me stop to think, and to wonder at our ambivalent relationship with words. Often we dismiss them, as in this case, as just so much hot air. But occasionally we want to pin people down with them. But you said, children say, and so actually do a lot of grown-ups. This morning we are contemplating our relationship not with other people's words, but with God's word. These are, of course, special, singularly worthy of contemplation. Many Bibles, including the one in front of me now, use red ink for Jesus' words to highlight this which means that almost all the reading we have just heard from Matthew is in red. I was struck 
by how using a parable to explain how words work becomes self-referencing. A parable is itself a particular type of word. They do not work directly. They need to be listened to, sucked on slowly like a sweet in the mouth, allowed to develop as a seed in fertile ground. This parable of the sower then is about the quality of our listening. The second half of the reading uses the word hear five times in as many sentences. And we are prompted to ask ourselves, how well do we listen to God's word? Should we not listen to it more carefully and thoughtfully than to a verbose Hungarian politician? But then we might also ask, how do we know what God's word is? Even if our ground is not paved, rocky or thorny, how can we be sure that the interpretation we have made from our fertile earth is a sound one? It is a puzzle. And archbishops, bishops and theologians use words like discernment or seeking to understand to describe this process. They appointed working groups to develop the living and love resources that we are all waiting for, which, by the way, are now postponed until November. It seems it is more difficult to discover God's word than simply looking for the red ink. But let us return to Isaiah. Chapter 55 begins with an invitation. An invitation to everyone that says, let everyone who thirsts come to the waters. And it goes on to include the lines, listen to me and eat what is good. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. Isaiah is so sure about God's word. As we heard him say, my word, that's God's word that goes out of my mouth shall not return empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. And what is the purpose? For you shall go out in joy and go out in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall burst into song and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Listen carefully, says Isaiah. And I want to add that if what we discern does not meet the invitation to everyone, and if it does not bring joy, then it is most likely not the word of God. Amen. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things are made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. 
For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, and we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world, and let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord, we bless your church throughout the world. We give thanks for our archbishops, Justin and Stephen, and for all those attending yesterday's online meeting of the General Synod. We appreciate all who give of their time and talent to serve your church, including in this place, Bishop Jonathan, Archdeacon Ian, and our Rural Dean, Alan. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for those places still grappling with the coronavirus, not least the city of Leicester, which is in a local lockdown. Grant all those in isolation patience and safety. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, you came to preach peace. And so we pray into the rising tensions of the world, notably between the United States and China. Let us try harder to understand the true intent of countries far away from us and to find agreement with one another. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we bring before you all those who are ill. There are so many who we do not know. We ask you to be with them, to be with those who tend them. Let the doctors and the nurses have your discernment and your healing touch. In this parish, those among those we know, we pray now for Mason and Sonia and Freddie and Tom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray for those who have recently died. We pray for their families and their friends. And in particular, we think of Michael Hall Smith, Bill Offord, Douglas Webdale, and Pat Jennings. Lord, lighten the steps of those who mourn. Let them feel your presence. Let them know that you will take their hand and lead them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O God, who may fulfil all things, who gives without limit, give us faith to ask for those things which we need and those things which will strengthen us in your service. 
merciful Father, accept these prayers. For the sake of your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen. Thank you.